The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today's goal is Turkey Gang Awareness, and the Revolution's Jim and Trev and their Turkey Gang Division, TGD, are committed to reducing violent turkey crime in the lower 48. Through shared expertise, intelligence, and hunting power, the Turkey Gang Division's mission is to deploy hunter enforcement and investigative hunting resources to address high rates of turkey activity, violent gobbler crime, and gobbler gang activity. And they've partnered with and are presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, here's Jim and Trav. Today's goal? Turkey awareness. Ow! This gastronomic icon that we love to hunt, Benjamin Franklin called it what, Bunny? A bird of courage. A bird of courage. It's the American turkey. Actually, it'd be, uh, it'd be the crouching turkey. Did you know what? <laughs> um, uh, was it early 1600s? Spanish settlers Probably came to America. Yeah. Did, did you know what they wanted to call this odd-looking bird, the turkey? Do you know, Bunny? It, it had reference to a peacock. Yeah, it, yes, with actually, jowls. A kind, <laughs> a kind of peacock <laughs> with great hanging chins. That's what Ooh. they wanted to call it. Well, we um, sure did the waddles. All right, so we are. Uh, we're talking about fall turkey hunting. Fall turkey hunting. Hey, we're going to be joined by Harold Knight and David Hale of Ultimate Hunting. Uh, man, they've been around a long time. Got to check them out. Outdoor Channel Saturdays, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. Plus Steve Hickoff, who is the uh, turkey hunting editor. Realtree.com. Also, Mrs. Bunny, you're back. Whoop, whoop. We're so glad you're here. We missed you. I missed you guys. You were on maternity leave for what, three days? Yeah, I thought, you know, yeah, I'd take like a like six weeks after I have a baby. I thought I'd take, <laughs> you know, like a little belated maternity, kind of like a self congratulatory thing, like yeah. I deserve this. High five. Take the day yeah, off. Self five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see about that. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about today? Uh, fall turkey hunting, the gear you need. All right, so this fall turkey hunting gear review from Bunny is brought to you by. Nissan. This fall turkey hunting gear review with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. It's amazing. It gets better every week. It does. All right, so fall turkey hunting gear must-haves. Must-haves. What are these? Okay, you're going to use the same gear you use in the spring, really. Oh, yeah. But who doesn't like to have new gear? Maybe it's the woman in me. I like to have, a, like, a new shirt. It's a woman in gym, too. <laughs> little scarf. That guy's always buying Something crap. Something goes well. <laughs> so if you're looking to update or add to your turkey plethora, here's a few things. Um, guns. You can hunt with a 12-gauge. Most people do. Yeah. Uh, Jim and Trav do. However, for the woman in me as well, and for anybody else who um, wants to... Uh, and has short arms. Yeah. <laughs> most fall turkeys are less than half of the size of a mature gobbler. So a youth model, like a 20-gauge, like the Remington Model 870 Express, like I have, works just fine. It's enough. And it's easier to tote through the woods than a 12-gauge. It's smaller, doesn't have as much of a kick, and it still can knock them down no problem. Um, shots are usually closer in the fall, um, but you should should stick with a super tight choke. Um, that way, if you have to shoot out a bird out of a bunch without hitting any others with straight pellets. So yeah, which right. I have not done. I've so go with a twenty I've gauge. Shot two at one time. Yeah, that's illegal, by the way. <laughs> did you re- did you report licenses. it? No, I had two licenses. All right, so let's go on with stuff. Jim's stories here. Ammo. Ammo. What ammo, ammo are we using? Okay, you don't need as heavy of a load in the fall as you do in the spring. So if you're going to shoot hands or poults, um, an ounce and three quarters of size six shot is sufficient because the vitals are a little bit smaller and the bones are not as tough. You know, a lot of guys have problems shooting hens. They don't want to. You know, no. they just want to shoot uh, gobblers. You know, and I think that's kind of an uppity prospect. You know, I think it's Too kind of like, good for that. well, it's kind of like people who refuse to shoot a doe. You know, I think, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And have you tasted doe? It's delicious. What's, I mean, a hen or poult? Yeah. I equate I mean, that to kissing a man. Women are just much better. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, right? I, you I, if I look at you or if I look at Jim, 
I want to kiss you and not Jim. <laughs> Thank you. Jim I, did. I feel better about that. But now. does that in turn mean that you're ready to shoot me and not Jim? <laughs> well, <laughs> we gotta, you got to face the facts, people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Later um, that same day. <laughs> <laughs> a vest. Uh, everybody has. This uh, is important. Yeah, everybody really has is. a vest that they like, you know, that they can organize their calls and things on. However, um, having a vest that has a built-in chair that lets you sit, you know, down in comfort. If it's one that just flops down, you know, it's just a little bit of padding for your butt. Kind of nice to have. Kind of handy. And then you you can just tuck it back up with Velcro or whatever. Um, that way you can uh, beeline it to wherever you need to go. But a good vest is good to have. So, you know, because fall turkey hunting is is so different. It's like night and day from spring turkey hunting. And uh, I mean, you're going to have to sit there sometimes and I mean, you're going to be waiting the birds out. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I would have said it's kind of like night and hail. Oh, oh. <laughs> they, they are coming up next. <laughs> they are. Just a little plug nice. again for them. Ultimate hunting Saturdays, 930 <laughs> p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Uh, Harold Knight, David Hale. They are coming up next. Anyways, no, no what I'm saying is, is you want to be comfy uh, when you're out there in the woods so it doesn't uh, make it an unpleasurable experience. Um, I mean, you've sat there for days on end. Jimmy, that's because I was lost. He was lost and had nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, look for me. If you prepare for the long haul, uh, you're going to be much better off. That's true. But the thing is, you want to be prepared for that uh, time when, you know, like in the fall of the year, you're going to get these cold fronts coming through, and so you want to have something maybe a little bit warmer, at least in your backpack. You want to layer. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yep. Good idea because you can always take it off, put it in the backpack, then put it back on if you need to. This summer, I have layered myself with an extra layer of fat. <laughs> you know, I'm bulking up for winter. <laughs> yeah, why, why wouldn't you? Yeah, well, of course. I All mean, right. if you're going to survive the rut and everything else, you know, <laughs> hunting, I mean, you know, you got to have something I, extra. I need to survive breeding season. <laughs> I have four kids. Think, I'm pretty sure I have. I think you already have. <laughs> but you know, the other thing is uh, you will not have to worry about a face mask this year. No, growing a beard. Growing a full you beard. You shaved. I did shave. Now you've just got the, the 70s porno stash. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did that come from? All right. So anyways, back to gear. Yeah. Back to my stuff. Thanks. <laughs> um, boots. Uh, boots. <laughs> Let's talk about boots. The boots. Uh, Isn't that uh, uh, Dora the Explorer's the monkey, buddy? The yeah. monkey off a door of boots. Yeah. Well. Because he wears m- boots. Yeah. Well, he wears little red ones, but you want to have comfortable me, boots. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to talk about him, you speak correctly. He wears red boots. I can even think of a song, but I'm not going to. Um, Please don't. Yeah. Uh, Cabela's has Gore-Tex Cordura snake boots. Uh, even if you're not in a, uh, a place with lots of snakes, they're gray boots. They are tall, comfortable, supportive, and um, they're tall enough that you can wade through small streams. You're not going to get your feet all wet and stuff. Look for look for good footwear if you're going to be out there. Yeah. Decoys. Roll-up decoys weigh next to nothing. You can just put them in your game bag. Um, Flambeau has one that's an upright hen. Looks like a real hen. You put it out to represent a lost turkey or a few to resemble um, a bird's regrouping after a scatter. Can help you out. And um, calls, finally. Uh, Here are a few that are kind of suited for the autumn season. Uh, The Lynch World Champion box call, 45 bucks. It's um, a double-sided box call that makes hen yelps on one side and gobbler yelps on the other side. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Quaker Boy Screaming Green World Champ. Ooh. Seven bucks for this. It's just a diaphragm. Uh, it's the best mouth call for fall gobblers. What, the, it's, the Lynch is what, 45 bucks? Yeah. 45. It's a box call, though. Yeah. This is just a diaphragm. Uh, this is, is a three or four reed diaphragm that's loosened up with age and use. Um, it has um, four medium thick reeds. Great for making low pitch gobbler yelps. And the last one is a Quaker Boy Kiki. And it is five bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Two thin reeds. It can create high-pitched whistles with ease. All right. So there you have it. Mrs. Bunny gave us some great ideas for uh, fall turkey hunting gear. Yeah. And, uh, and it's sh- easy to pack. Easy to pack. Make sure you stay mobile. That's it. All right. So we are a uh, fall turkey hunting on today's show. I'm pretty excited. Harold Knight and David Hale of Ultimate Hunting on Outdoor Channel Saturdays, 930 p.m. Eastern time. They are coming up next. Plus, we're going to hear from Steve Hickoff, who is the uh, turkey hunting editor for Realtree.com. Mrs. Bunny is going to be joining us again later in the show, correct? You better believe it. Sweet. She missed us last week, and she's doing a, a, a doubler Yep. this week. Can't get rid of me. All right. We're going to say a special thank you to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. How about Nissan, nissanusa.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain Seasonings, HIMTNJerky.com, Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, Cabela's.com, Extreme Beam, ExtremeBeam.com. How about Lucky Buck, Lucky-Buck. 
Remington.com. Also, Remington. Remington.com. All righty. Got to get to a break. Harold Knight, David Hill, they are coming up next. Here is Master P. Listen to what he has to say. Jimbo and I will return in just a minute. Talking turkey gang smack with Outdoor Channel. Turkeys speak the same language in fall as they do in the spring. The difference is, in fall, you make female sounds to female turkeys and male sounds to male turkeys. So have these calls in your autumn repertoire. The Kiki Run, Lost Yelp, Gobbler Yelp, and finally the Gobble. Now, are you all ninjaed up and ready for the turkey gang apocalypse? If not, make OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com your new home and join our turkey gang resistance. Again, that's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Stranded, trapped, hopeless, adrift. She's looking at me, realizing my husband can die. The greatest survival stories of our time. I knew that I was in bad shape. I was just barreling down the glacier. What would you do when your worst nightmare becomes reality? This didn't work. I had nothing I could do to help him. Fight to survive. And I would watch him die. An Outdoor Channel original series. Fight to survive. Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. A good hunting and fishing buddy is hard to find these days. They've got to push through the most grueling and enduring adventures. That's where the Nissan Frontier comes in. It's the perfect wilderness partner with a first-in-class Utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game and tons of power from a massive 261-horsepower V6 engine. The Frontier has got your back, even on the days you might come up short. Nissan, innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation, Small Pickup Class, Properly Secure All Cargo. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Hey! What? Do you hate being bored? Yeah! Go to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. It kicks more ass than a ninja with 20 legs fighting a guy with 30 asses. Blogs, gear reviews, pictures. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hey, we're back, and we're talking about fall turkey hunting, and if you just joined us, you missed old Miss Bunny. Talk about essential gear? That's right, that you need this fall to hunt those fall turkeys. Hunt some fall turkeys. Now, Mark said ninja up and ready for the turkey gang apocalypse. I don't know what that means. We're just now being joined by uh, Toby. We call him Tobias. The intern. Now, Toby, you and Mark are obsessed with ninjas in, in, in Star Wars. What is the connection there? The Star Wars thing's... Like Darth Vader is, was very close to being a uh, a ninja. Oh, whatever. As, as a matter of fact, it was a ninja who did the voice for Darth Vader. That was James Earl Jones. He just accessed, everybody knows that. He just oh, accessed uh, the James Earl Jones voice, which all ninjas can do. How do you even keep a straight face? <laughs> Any ninja can do that. Get out of here. All right, so we are uh, we're turkey hunting. Just now being joined by a Harold Knight. He is the uh, better half of the old. Uh, uh, Night Hail, God, Night Hail game call a duo. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, anyways, got to check him out. Ultimate Hunting Saturdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That's what you watch every Saturday night. I love it. Uh, Harold, how's it going, buddy? I am doing great. I am doing great. Yeah. Now, you're you're big as a, as a spring turkey hunter, but do you hunt uh, turkeys in the fall a lot? Yes, we do. You know, we have a fall season here in uh, the states that I live around, Tennessee and Kentucky. It gives you a pretty good opportunity to get out there and hunt. You've got a bow season that comes in and stays in for a long period of time, and you can uh, kill a turkey with a bow or a couple of turkeys with a bow. And uh, then we have a fall season that comes in here in the fall of the year, and uh, you can take them with a shotgun. Mm. Now, which do you prefer to hunt, spring or fall better, or, or do you oh, really I, not have I, a preference? I'll be honest with you, spring hunting is by far, it's not even a close Really, person, so as I'm concerned, but don't get me wrong. You know, most people think of uh, turkeys. They think of Thanksgiving and in the fall of the year, and and it, it goes right along with the whole American tradition. You know, uh, hunting in the fall of the year and killing a turkey. But spring turkey hunting is by far my favorite 
Now, we do have opportunity to hum in the fall, and, and sometimes I take the opportunity to hum in the fall. And we have a resource of wild turkey in the state of Kentucky and most of the eastern states more than we've ever had in history. Yeah. Now you're you're hunting, and and we uh, we had talked earlier about uh, uh, folks using the Kiki Run call. Is there any other calls that you can use in the fall to bring uh, those turkeys in, or is it just a uh, you know flush and and try to get them back? Where I live in Kentucky, I've got nine or ten big gobblers in one drove, and I wouldn't even attempt to put a Kiki loss call on them. Oh, really? I'd be putting I'd be putting a more of a uh, an old gobbler yep or something, and maybe even a a decoy, uh-huh. even in the fall of the year. And another call that is really, really, really good in the fall of the year that a lot of people overlook, especially in some of your uh, northeastern states, that I think they really overlook the fighting call. In other words, you fight and purr concept where you purr like two turkeys fighting. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that will absolutely get their attention because they fight about every day and they custom to hearing those sound and they will come to it yeah, yeah. once again talk with uh, harold knight ultimate hunting saturdays 9 30 p.m eastern time on outdoor channel uh now you and david uh what you found at night and hail was it 40 42 years ago is that correct that is correct about we started 1971 in the game called business now you guys are and, like uh, the godfathers i mean uh, you've been around well, so long well we have not Unfortunately, we have been around a while. But, uh, <laughs> or fortunately, but as it were. I, I'm going to tell you something. We still enjoy turkey hunting and, and hunting. We really do. We, uh, we're we getting older. But, you know, we've got a lot more patience now than we used to have. I can see that in both of us. And, uh, and th- that helps at time in turkey hunting. Well, it's like night and hail. It's a necessity. It's like owning a Bible. You know, where I grew up, it's like you had Jimmy Houston was an icon, night and hail, Hank Parker. I mean, these are the people in my house that we we worshipped, and now we're actually well, talking with you. Well, they, they, Jimmy and Hank both are friends of ours, and, uh, you know, I hate to admit it, but Jimmy Houston and I are the same age. <laughs> I know I look better than he does. Well, at least your beard's better. It's those bangs <laughs> yeah. that uh, just do him in every single time. Yeah. Now, 42 years ago, you guys started out in a basement. Was, was it the need where you were out there hunting and you were finding that calls just didn't work and so you guys wanted to make your own? That's, I didn't want to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, no. Basically, is that the premise of why you guys started Night and Hail, just to revolutionize the market and to actually well, make products that worked? That is exactly right. We wanted something, a, a, a better mousetrap. You know, back when we started turkey hunting 42 years ago, there wasn't a lot of turkey calls out on the market. You had some box calls mostly. You didn't have very many mouth calls or membrane-type calls, you know, like a tube call. There wasn't many out. So we started trying to innovate uh, different calls, and we came up with some calls and that I think it really helped, like little tube calls and uh, on turkey and goose, and, uh, and started from there and then started adding to the line, you know, like a box call and all kinds of, Slate calls and glass calls and old yeller calls and just things like that and uh, and fighting fur calls and we just added to the line and I tell you what it uh, next thing you know we had two or three hundred calls on the market of different calls yeah well now the thing is uh, you know everybody can use a paddle call okay a box call but when you guys came out with that spring loaded one finger type action even I could call in a turkey. Matter of well, fact, yeah. you you said, give me that paddle. I, I brought one with me when I came hunting with you. You said, give me that thing. And you gave me one of those spring-loaded uh, uh, little you know finger jobs. And I'm going to yeah. tell you something. I could actually sound like a turkey. Well, that's the same little call. We make the fighting sound with a turkey. And David really is an expert with that call. And he has uh, absolutely called lots of turkeys. If I've been with him hunting in the woods, and he'd use that little call be a ridge over from me. And I'd hit the ground or get up next to a tree because I knew as a turkey, he'd do it real low. And the, he wouldn't do it but one or two times, and that's <laughs> what would fool me. But anyway, he is he's deadly with that call, and that, that is a good call, you know. It, it's certainly a good call right today. You bet. Hey, we're talking fall turkey hunting, and we just talked with old Harold Knight. He talked about the beginnings of uh, Night and Hill game calls, talked about fall turkey hunting, and coming up next, we've got his better half, 
old David Hale. That's right. Don't go anywhere. And also check him out on his show, Ultimate Hunting, Saturdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. On Outdoor Channel. Got to check him out. All right, so big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan High Mountain Seasonings, Ruger, Lucky Buck, Extreme Beam, and Remington. How about Night and Hail? We and, love those uh, guys. Got to say those guys as well. All right, here is a word from Mark. He's going to say something. Stick around for it. Uh, like Jimbo said, David Hale's coming up next. David Hale's coming up next. Harold, man, you're awesome, buddy. Uh, thanks so much for calling in. Well, you're more than welcome. My pleasure. You bet. Nissan approach for targeting fall gang gobblers. Wooded areas. As mass drops, look for V-shaped scratches in the leaves, as well as tracks and droppings in oak flats. A turkey-sized depression in loose dirt indicates a dust bath. And if you see lots of feathers and droppings around, birds are probably using it regularly at midday. Now, please report any gobbler sightings and suspicious turkey incidents immediately to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com that require hunting. To response. That's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. An Outdoor Channel original series. My name is Louis Tuminaro. I grew up on Long Island. I learned everything there is to know about guns from my pop. There comes a time when every man has to realize their dream. Mine, buying and selling guns out west. So I moved my family, including pops, from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Montana. I'm here for the love of guns. I'm bringing New York with me. An Outdoor Channel original series, The Gunfather, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras, and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. When you're hunting dangerous game, trouble can sneak up on you from any angle. Well, in the gun cabinet, rust and corrosion can do the same to your guns, and you won't know it until it's too late. Over time, gun care products break down and lose their ability to prevent rust. To protect your equipment, Remington Gun Care reminds you to inspect and clean your guns twice a year, even in climate-controlled environments. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. No time to cook a full meal while hunting? Dine on High Mountain Seasonings Green Chili Casserole, Campfire Chili Macaroni, or Cajun Beans and Rice. Call 1-800-829-2285 today. Hey, uh, what's that in the corner over there? Oh, that's just my gateway to another dimension. Really? Yeah, go ahead, check it out. Whoa, this is awesome! Yeah, I know. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. It's like another dimension. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. Hey, how'd you like old Harold Knight, Trav? He's a nice guy. Did you know, check this out, in 1916, the term Turkey Day was coined. Really? In 1916, yeah. 19... Turkey Day? You mean another year or so and we've got 100 years on this thing? Or two. There you go. All right, so here we go. We are talking about turkey awareness on today's show. That was terrible. This is kind of like our second part, but with a different person. Anyways, Night and Hale, just now being joined by David Hale. David Hale, the second half of the Night and Hale crew. He is the other part of the duo of Night and Hale. Check him out, nightandhale.com. Also, Ultimate Hunting, Saturdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But Harold said, what do you say? You have you have chicken legs, but you, you, you talk like a turkey, and you strut like one, too, but your beard sucks. He said that, right? <laughs> well, he's uh, he, he's he's pretty complimentary when you're sitting here beside him. <laughs> you twisted his leg and stuff. How's it going, buddy? We're going good. I appreciate you asking. Yeah. Now, what do you prefer? Now, Harold said he prefers spring hunting over fall. Uh, are you the same way, or do you like fall better for turkey? No, I, I take spring ten to one. Really? You you know the turkey's gobbling. You get to hear him in the springtime. Yeah, and he's strutting and he's mating and he's going through all the rituals that he goes through in the fall. He's just kind of pecking along, hoping to survive. Yeah. Now, David, what what is your favorite uh, state to hunt turkey in? Most of them, state of panic, but uh, <laughs> Kentucky is probably my favorite state. It's not only home state; it's uh, it's it's the rolling hills of Appalachian, the end of them, and it, you don't get the mountains, but you get the hill effect and. 
you get the hardwoods to go with it. That's that's nothing prettier than that. Yeah. Now in the fall, when you're out there, you know, and and Harold talked about uh, you know the uh, the Kiki Run. He would never use that on a on a group, a drove. I think he called of toms. Uh, he would use something different. And of course, he said you were a master at doing that particular call. But is there any other calls that that we as uh, the listeners of the show could maybe utilize and maybe pick up one of your calls and uh, duplicate it oh yes sir the uh, scarlet fever is the newest call we got out it's a slate type call it's, it's made out of crystal and uh that call is, is very 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 user friendly and it sounds like a turkey that's the main thing if you, make, <laughs> if you know what you're doing you gotta make but you gotta know the sounds before you can make them yeah because i have a lot of calls david but i don't sound like a turkey <laughs> that's for sure now uh where well, where can we find you guys online you found it under uh, Night and Hell Game Calls. All right, nightandhellgamecalls.com. Once again, Ultimate Hunting Saturdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, for newbies just getting into the sport, David, let's say since we're talking about calling, uh, what are some of the biggest mistakes that we need to avoid to be successful in the woods? Well, in my opinion, you need to read all you can to find out about what a turkey's like. You need to know his characteristics before you can attack them. Most people make the mistake of calling too much and too loud. And if, if, if you, if you just listen to the calls that the hens that are doing out there and mimic those sounds, you'd be far better off because those hens aren't squawking and carrying on and acting silly. They're out there just kind of past the day making the, the little quiet sounds that they need to make to get the job done. And, uh, so most of us call too loud and, and uh, we, we make too too much noise compared to what the real wild turkey is doing. Yeah. Now, if you're out there, can you actually challenge, and they call it, I think, stepping on the lead hen, would that bring them in closer? Oh, it would bring the hen in, but usually the hens don't have any gobblers with them in the fall. Ah. They all do them, so they're, they, they're divided up by sex, and uh, the hens are together in groups, and the, and the gobblers are together in groups. So it wouldn't do any good to call your hen sounds up. Now you might call up a, a group of gobblers if you come if you create a fight because that's what they do in the fall. They fight to determine dominance for spring. And uh, so if you if you come up with something that they actually come to uh, a call, well, you know a hen call is not natural to them in the fall. Even though you might call up a turkey with a gobbler with a hen call, it's not the natural sound. But the fighting sound is a natural sound, so I'd probably use the fighting sound if I was going to try to call him up in the fall. Now, what is your favorite game animal to pursue? If you could only pick one, whether it be a, a turkey, deer, elk, muskox, whatever it is, what is your favorite game animal, David, uh, to hunt? My favorite by far is elk. Is it really? Really? Oh, yeah. What you've got is, a, is an elk is just exactly like a turkey. And so when you go to call into an elk, you're, you're actually trying to call up an 800-pound turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Never looked at it like that. the same kind of calls from distress to uh, shocking to uh, sexy sounds to law sounds, whatever. It's uh, it's very, very similar. You just got to honor the elk's nose and you got to honor the turkey's eyes. Now, does it, isn't Kentucky really building up their uh, resident elk herd? Well, we've heard that they've done real good in the past, but we've recently heard that they're going downhill. Oh, really? And we, I don't know exactly why, but uh, it's not doing as good as it ought to be doing. Maybe your calls are working too good. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe somebody's calls might be working too good. <laughs> hey, we've been talking with David Hale. Of course, he's talking about fall turkey hunting this year. And, of course, you can uh, see him on Outdoor Channel. When is that, Trav? Yeah, Ultimate Hunting is a Saturdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Uh, so we got to get to a break. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter, there you go, Extreme Beam, Remington, and Lucky Buck. Hey, coming up next is Mrs. Bunny again. Mrs. Bunny, that's right. All right, got to get to a break. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. Dave, man, you're so cool, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for asking, brother. All right. channel on locating gobbler gang hangouts 
turkeys will change roosts during the fall depending on available food. A roost tree may hold whole flocks, resulting in droppings and feathers piled deep around the trunk. You can also pin down a roost as you would in the spring by sitting on a high spot on a calm evening and listening for the sound of big wings lifting heavy bodies into the air. So make a stand to end senseless turkey violence by educating yourself at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com and we'll return in a moment. Fall is here, and so is Outdoor Channel's Gear Up and Go Sweepstakes. Every day in October, you can enter for a chance to win the ultimate hunting gear giveaway. Valued at over $17,000. Featuring a 2015 Ranger ETX, rifle scope, tent, sleeping bag, binoculars, camo, plus other amazing prizes from the top outdoor brands. Outdoor Channel's Gear Up and Go Sweepstakes is on now. Visit OutdoorChannel.com for your chance to win. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extrebeam.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. Remington Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. You're hard to impress. What was that? Oh, that was a meteor. That's why there's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. And before the break, we heard from Harold Knight and David Hale talking about fall turkey hunting, Trav. I love my boots. My boots and me. Right? Boots and Dora the Explorer, it right? Is. We did. This is Turkey Awareness on today's show. Got to make sure you check out Ultimate Hunting, though, with uh, Harold Knight and David Hale. Saturdays, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, do you think that Dora will ever hunt boots? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's dead. You know what? <laughs> right now. Instead of turkeys, there is something on Dora called the Big Red Hen, and it is a giant chicken. Mm-hmm. And really? so I'm guessing that that's probably what she's going for, you know? It's like uh, Dora's version of a butterball. Swiper killed her. Swiper, no! You're too late! She's dead! (laughs) Right? I guess so. So turkey awareness. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, turkey dogs. That sounds like something you eat. I had a turkey dog. Actually, with mustard onions, there are turkey dogs. There they're are disgusting. turkey dogs, aren't there? They're, yeah, they're nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not talking about the actual dog. All right. So, no, it's a clever way of uh, breaking up the flocks using dogs. Um, I've never. Have you ever hunted behind a dog for turkeys? Not, not for turkeys. No. I, I have squirrels and I whatever. I think it's cool, though. But you know what? I, I think that Patches would make a great turkey dog. Yeah, or Border Collie. Mrs. Bunny and I. For me personally, I think that should I hunt fall turkeys, that this is kind of the way I need to go. I do need to change Patches or Border Collie because... The thought of me running into a herd to break them up is just ridiculous. The thought of you running is ridiculous. I was ridiculous. just going to say that. You know, uh, it's not just that I just had a baby. No, it's something that I have never been able to do well. I tried you, out. For you tra- run like Phoebe. I do. I, I try out for track in sixth grade, and they suggested that I be the manager of the team. I'm not joking. <laughs> and what and were you? The manager of the team. <laughs> she took the position. I did. I they, accept. Yeah. It's pretty bad when an adult says, you know, like you're like 13, you just really suck at this. You so, suck. You yeah. do suck at running. Though. I do. So and I think, says, will you pick up those towels? I yeah. think you're a better person because you now admit that. I accept you accept it. it. I accept it. You know, it. it's not failure. No. Whatever. All right. So turkey dogs. Turkey dogging. So uh, not something that we typically see around where we live in no. the Midwest here, um, but a, a lot a lot of places, 30 states it's legal in about wow. that. Yeah. So finding a turkey dog, uh, English setters and pointers, especially those who prefer to flush and not hold point, uh, Labradors, like, hard, mo- uh, like Harley. Yeah. Like, like Jim's dog Harley, uh, hard running hounds like beagles, Britney spaniels, and even mixed breeds are capable of becoming decent turkey dogs. But this assumes that you take the time to become a good fall turkey hunter yourself and you can hunt where the dog can find the birds. You can't expect them to find something that's not there. Um, Boykin spaniels were historically bred in the Carolinas for turkey dogging 
um, although North Carolina and South Carolina don't really um, offer fall or winter turkey seasons um, right now, uh, still this breed and others are used over the country where it's legal. Um, so I think it's about 30 states. You have to check your regulations because these things change year to year. Now, how many states are turkeys in? Is it 49? Yeah, I think everywhere but Alaska. Yeah, I think 49 states. Yeah, so an overwhelming majority of them do allow turkey dogging. Um, so if you're going, if you want to hunt them, you have to ask yourself a few questions. If you're a serious fall and winter, winter turkey hunter, if you live in a state that permits it, um, do you have land where um, you can condition and train your turkey dog in the off season? Is it even legal to do so? You have to figure out all these things ahead of time. To use your dog as a tactical tool during the hunting season, you need to spend the rest of the year bonding with your dog. Um, that's going to be an issue with Patches and I, as he is a puppy. And most of the time, I want to just kennel him because he drives me bonkers. Or shoot him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but to do so, um, <laughs> that wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, to do so, uh, regular time in the field is required, just like any training any other dog. Verbal commands um, are the regular ones. Dog training phases: sit, stay, whoa, hunt them, etc. The simpler, the better, and stay consistent with your commands. Whist- yeah, you don't want to confuse them. No, stay really simple with your commands. Whistles can be used when associated with certain commands. Hand signals paired with your body movements will have your canines paying attention. Um, to the way you move through habits and learning comes from, re- from repetition. So this is not something that you're going to be able just to go out and do on a whim. You actually do need to train them to do well, this the right way. Okay, but how about like guys like Jim and I? We love to upland hunt. Okay, let's say you got some upland dogs. Could you easily train them to do this as well? Yeah, they say the upland dogs are um, great for this because they're already really trained for it. You know, you just have to teach them a few new commands. So as far as the as far as running into the flock and flushing uh, and um, scattering, because you know a lot of guys take their their upland dogs and they train them for the spring for shed hunting. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, multi-purpose dogs. I mean, you know, look, I would think that like a Jack Russell Terrier would make a great turkey hunting dog. I might. I don't, I don't know. know that I mean, about them. run like crazy. Do they? Yeah. And they, like they, they sure flock their... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right? hilarious. They were both going after the towels. Very <laughs> athletic. Yeah. That's what everybody says about me. Bunny, God, that girl is so athletic. <laughs> she is. <laughs> As she drinks a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You should compete. Yeah. So the other thing is that... Um, uh, as far as like blind training, if you're going to have from a blind, you need to teach them to um, stay hidden and concealed. With turkey hunting, it's really important because they have such um, sharp eyesight. So um, using either a low pop-up or some natural cover, you need to start training your pup early, like eight weeks of age if you have a puppy. Um if not, uh, you start slow by getting the dog comfortable sitting on your lap or curled up in front of you for varying periods of time. Don't people do that a lot like watching television, yeah, though? Just watch, have their dog, make their dog sit with them. Yeah, watch television, sit right in front of you, yeah. sit on your recliner. Charlie does that. Jim has trained thousands of dogs <laughs> like that. He also uses that same technique with kids. Yes, yes. So Sit next to me. <laughs> uh, and then once you move from the television, you can take it outside and make them sit in front of you for a certain period of time before you um, start uh, sending them out to scatter. So, All right, so we are turkey hunting on today's show. Mrs. Bunny, you're awesome. Uh, thank you. We love it when you come around. Last week was sad. Yeah, I had to put up with Trev. You know what was also sad? What's that? Stuff we write. Stuff we write? Go to our website. Read it. You I love some, that transition. Tear jerkers, <laughs> right? It is. That's true. a segue right there. That was. Frank was telling me to wrap it up. Outdoortrailsnetwork.com. Go there, comment on things and, and read things and listen to things and look at things. Yeah, look at my new blog this week. It can, what, what are you doing it on? I'm not telling you. It's uh, a secret. He hasn't written it yet. <laughs> All right, so uh, go to outdoortrailsnetwork.com. We are uh, turkey hunting on today's show. Um, come Fall on, turkey next. hunting. Yeah. Uh, oh, spring turkey hunting. Uh, Steve Hickoff, who is the uh, turkey hunting editor for Realtree.com. Hey, he is coming up next. Wouldn't what? it be funny if his name was Steve Hickoff? That would be. Yeah. I wonder if he thought about changing it. <laughs> be an idea. We should ask him. All right. Steve Hickoff, he is coming up next. Hickup. That's it. All right. So uh, Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, and Remington. They made this awesome interview possible. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for joining us. You betcha. All right, here is Mr. Mark. Don't go anywhere. Jim and I will return with Steve Hiccup uh, in just a minute. Nissan's approach for keying in on turkey gang activity. 
Until the first hard frosts of the year, turkeys feed on leafy browse and all the grasshoppers they can catch in fields. So seek out turkeys in pastures too. An overturned cow pie is a good sign the birds have been there because they'll pick the corn out, then flip the patty over to expose insects underneath. So remember, a sure way to protect you and your loved ones from turkey gang activity is to show your support of the revolution. So visit us daily at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hundreds of thousands of hunters pour into Colorado each year for dream hunts. Find out why and buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls today. 719-661-4037. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool. Indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. What's that, Flipper? Yeah, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com is the brand new website of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I know, girl, you can't log on because you have flippers and not hands. Yeah, I know. Cat Daddy scares me, too. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. That was Miss Bunny, and she was talking about turkey dogs. Turkey dog, and you're a hound dog, Jimmy. I am a hound dog. You're a hound dog. All right, so bringing turkey awareness uh, on today's show. And, of course, Mark with his... Uh, threat that turkeys impose his I like quips. That, that theme that he's carrying throughout the show <laughs> kind of <It's>, frightening isn't <laughs> it <laughs> it is all right so just now being joined by steve hiccup as you say steve hiccup and he is the turkey hunting editor for uh, realtree.com yeah he also has a new book out actually it's not new it's a couple years old but nevertheless it's it talks about hunting turkeys in the fall and winter it's on amazon hey steve now in the spring uh, we we go against nature. We're calling the toms to us. Normally against the grain. Yeah, against the grain. And normally what happens, the, the toms call the hens to him. And so what do we do in the fall? In the fall, you need to locate the flocks and uh, pattern those birds. You have a variety of options for hunting them. You can try to call the whole flock up. That's possible by making flock talk at your uh, setup. Or you can scatter the birds, which is the traditional approach now. A lot of people think separating birds from a flock won't work because they'll go in all different directions, but it's just the opposite. Those turkeys are gregarious. They wanted to flock together in the first place, so you set up where you've scattered them and try to call them back to the gunner bow. Jim, that means sociable. Uh-oh. Translation, <laughs> sociable. Steve's used, together. You Steve's speak using, English to me. He's using big words. Now, what is your favorite state to hunt fall turkey in? Uh, my favorite state. I hunt uh, the Northeast primarily, anywhere from here to Pennsylvania. I'll be there next month, but I'm down to uh, New York where we had a successful hunt. We killed nine birds in camp, and that was nine different guys. And uh, I hunted New Hampshire last week and uh, killed two here in Maine. You can kill two in the fall. Yeah, well, you know the thing I like about fall turkey hunting? While I'm out there, it also gives me a chance to scout for deer. And so it's kind of a double whammy, if you will, to be able to do two things at one time and still be successful in that turkey woods. That's definitely true. I don't deer hunt. So uh, when you mentioned deer hunting, I tend to uh, go to the next fall turkey state where deer hunting is not open. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in our neck of the woods, that's like being atheist. <laughs> and proud of it. But, uh, you know, oh! we, we, have, we have a lot of fun in camp uh, digging with the deer hunters. Of course, we appreciate them and, and all they do. There are 16 million deer hunters in the country, and uh, we have to sort of bow and, and respect uh, that tradition. And we do. But we uh, we don't want to you know we don't want to mess up their deal, so we tend to go to another fall turkey state. Yeah. Also, uh, you uh, wrote a book a few years ago, which would is really apropos for today's show, and uh, and that is fall and winter turkey hunting 
uh, Turkey Hunter's Handbook. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Now explain to me the uh, the the Kiki Run call. You know, is, is that just a hail call to get people back to you, or actually Kiki turkeys? Run is a is a call that juvenile birds make, both uh, hens and and uh, young males in the fall, young gobblers. And it's usually a, a call that you hear and make when you've scattered the flock and they're trying to regroup. It's the uh, developing whistle of the young uh, turkey. But those young turkeys, I should tell you that those jakes are 10 to 11 pounds in the fall. They were just born in May or, or June, but they grow fast. They're bigger than their their mama in the fall. You know, I think that uh, the way men communicate with women, we suck. And, and and that holds true to how we call in turkeys. Um, I, I think that is probably the, the greatest thing that is literally lost in translation. Um, and, and we need to spend more time on. Um, now, in the fall, when it comes to calling, are you aggressive? Uh, do you kind of take a backseat? What, what's your approach to calling in the fall? You want me to make a kiki run right now? Yeah. 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 All right. Here we go on the box call. You hear that good enough? That oh, was a oh yeah. Run. Okay. Yeah. So the kiki run, you often hear this from a young gobbler, and it may even be followed by a, a developing gobble. You'll hear a gobble on the end of that kiki run, but it's pretty exciting when you hear that. Basically, the rule in the fall is to call like the bird you're hearing. So kiki run, if you hear kiki runs, gobble and gobbler yelp if you hear mature birds, uh, hen yelp if you hear those. With the exception of the uh, assembly yelp of a hen, the brood hen. It's very hard to beat her in her own game. They know her voice, and they'll they'll just siphon right into her. The thing is, you you've talked about one uh, style of hunting, and that's where you find a flock, you bust them up, and then you call them back. Uh, are there other techniques that we can use? Maybe uh, getting ahead of the uh, the flock and and to a pinch point and being able to ambush them there. Absolutely. Yeah, I had this hunt in Maine where I could not scatter birds due to the uh, location. I could hunt one farm, but I couldn't on an adjacent farm, which is uh, typical of a lot of the hunting we do. So the situation is I located them on the roost, and I got between that roost and their food source. They were moving to the fields. It was kind of a rainy day, so they wanted to be in the open. I got in that situation, caught a break in the weather, made contact by calling, and then called the birds in without yep. the scatter. Yeah. Now, do 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 toms do they gabble gobble year round? They also gabble. They <laughs> well, that's a dialect. They, depending on the on the tom here in southern Maine, they gobble, but they may gabble somewhere. What <laughs> um, <but> we <laughs> you know they they gobble. I can't speak for you guys and your turkeys, but uh, on the roost they will gobble, especially in the morning. And uh, after a scatter, they'll gobble to get together. Often gobblers will be together. And, gobbler gangs and they're they're running together they're not interested in in the breeding uh, but they are interested in pecking water and they want to fight each other and you'll hear gobbling and fighting purrs and all sorts of things but you can call in uh fall gobblers fall long birds with both gobbler yelping and gobbling you bet hey we've been talking with steve hickoff of course he's been talking about fall turkey honey he's got a book on amazon it's called fall and winter turkey hunters handbook talking about bagging the the fall gabble <laughs> steve, <laughs> the, actually, <laughs> the gabbler actually turkeys come in gabbles all right steve hickoff he is the uh, turkey hunting editor there for uh, realtree.com one more time where can we find you online steve oh, you can find me at uh, realtree.com the realtree turkey blog and we do uh uh, a lot of turkey content in the spring, which attests to your your notion that uh, people are more interested in things at the end of the fall. That's when you're going to see a lot of work. In this holiday season, if you want to gift him a, uh, uh, some venison, some venison uh, just uh, find him online, get his address, uh, perhaps send him a little backstrap. I got to get to a break. Actually, he's going to go out and hunt a turducken. Oh, a turducken, yeah. <laughs> a tur- a turdeerin or something. All right, so big shout out to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Also, Nissan, uh, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Got to get to a break. Steve Hickoff, one more time. He's the turkey hunting editor there for Realtree.com. Steve, thanks so much, buddy. Been great talking to you guys. You bet. Outdoor 
your channel on challenging a turkey gang flock. Walk along logging roads and ridgetops, near field edges, or where your scouting leads you to believe that turkeys are, and call, yelping and cutting. Already have a flock patterned? Then set up between the roost and their breakfast. Put out a hen decoy and yelp occasionally. And when you get an answer, call back with an aggressive response and be ready to rumble. Now the show is ending, but our turkey fight continues at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. So join us and make a difference. It's another exciting episode of Buy or Bust on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Buy or Bust. Welcome back. It's Buy or Bust. Anyways, welcome back. This is Buy or Bust. This is Buy or Bust. You can uh, buy it or bust it. We'll decide. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know what we're going to talk I about? I broke it already. We're going to talk about the gun vault. Or gun vaults. Is that just the name? It little, is the name. It's a little biometric safe by gun vault. <laughs> All right, so you know, a lot of hunting seasons are uh, opening up. And what does that mean? More people are going to be at your house. They're going to be around your stuff, your valuables, your firearms. I, I trust my hunting partners. Well, I do too, but... To a point. That's no, why you have gun vaults in every room. I don't believe that you should have to lock up your firearms because I think you should have a comprehensive approach that teaches gun safety. You need to respect firearms. You don't play with them. So I don't think you need to lock them up. But when you do, it's kind of handy to have a gun vault. I don't want to think, I don't I don't want to have all my guns locked up in a safe where it's like, got to turn the key, this lever, spin this wheel. Ten minutes later, I can actually access my firearms. I think that is very- By that time, they've already got your couch out the front door. It's counterproductive is what it is. I like these gun vaults because you can put your hand, you can program it where it only will open with With, your fingerprint. With your fingerprint. So, and I mean, it's fast. You you put your hand on this little dial pad and it reads your your fingerprint and opens the safe immediately. They got these cool ones that can mount up under a, uh, like, uh, nightstand. Uh Uh-huh. They can go in, like, a little cubby. I have one that's uh, mounted to the side of my bed. Uh, I mean, they're really neat. There's a whole bunch of different styles and they're not much money. I think they're all right around that. Well, let's say between 100 and 150 bucks, you can pick up one of these. They even have ones that look like a notepad. You know, it's like a little deal, and I was kind of cool. Yeah. I like them. It makes it quick. So the only way, let's say you, if you have uh, some perp breaks into your house, okay, um, the only way he's going to get into it, if he forces your hand on there or if he cuts your hand off and then puts your hand on it. That's a good thought. I mean, <laughs> things have already went south by that point. So, uh, yeah. but no, it's really nice. <laughs> At least your worries is that gun vault. For ease of use. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, they're pretty cool. I think they're a great investment. I do, too, and that's why I think you have two or three of them, and we have the same amount uh, at our place. And like you said, uh, they come where you can actually mount them. You can bolt them to the floor. You can mount them to the side of your uh, bed. You well, can, the thing uh, is, you can also mount them in the trunk of your car. Yeah, they have ones that go underneath your seat, and they're completely legal. Um, they're pretty cool, and once again, they're not much money. Go check them out. I don't know if it's Gun Vault. Just Google Gun Vault. I actually don't have their – no, right there, GunVault.com. Go check them out. Uh, they're not a sponsor of ours. You can, oh, buy them at Midway USA. And then you know what? Midway, they take part of the proceeds and they donate it to gun clubs. There you go. Win-win situation. It is. All right. This was Buyer Bust. And we bought it. We bought it. We like them. You should try it. All right. Check us out. OutdoorTrillsNetwork.com. Got to get to a break. We love you. Be careful. We'll return in a minute. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Buy or Bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. We're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, Trav, that was a great show. That was a great show. I want to say a big thank you and a high five here. Bama Jamma to you too. Oh, that was a better one. You All right, to uh, Mrs. Bunny, Steve Hickoff, uh, Harold Knight, and David Hale. Great show, Fall Turkey Hunting today. And uh, we want to thank our 430 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like the ever-lovely Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. Got to get to a break. This show is ending. Don't cry, or you should. Uh, we will return next week. God bless you, boys and girls. Make sure you get out this week and do some turkey hunting or scouting, fishing, whatever. But whatever you do, take some kids with you. That's right. Mm, Cool? Cool. We good here? Cool. All right. We all love you very much, and so does Jesus. Remember that. Peace out. We'll talk next week. You know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational, and you just love the hosts? Well, that's not us. We are the revolution. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.